This is LifeCast, and I am Steve. I'm Denai. And we're bringing you the G220 effect in full effect, in full flavor, giving you the truth from the booth. Amen. <laughs> What's that booth called? The Bible? The Bible. The <laughs> holy, infallible word of God. Hallelujah. That is so awesome. Well, if you're a first-time guest on our podcast, we just want to say welcome. And if you're a returning guest, we're going to continue to just share the word and get into the word together. If you've noticed that this beat has changed to our intro, courtesy of my husband. Whoop, whoop, whoop. No. <laughs> we thank God for the creative nature that he's given us creativity to do what we do. And we thank God for being inspiring to us that we may inspire others. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into the word today. Today, we're talking about what is foundational truth. You know, we know that when you build a house, I'm not a builder or anything. I'm not a contractor or know anything about that. <laughs> but when you build a house, I'm sure that your foundation is key. You got to have that foundation just right or else whatever you're building on top of it can just come crashing down if you don't build it just right. Yeah. And, you know, when you got a good, solid foundation, you know, that thing is going to stand through the test of time. Amen. And so we are here with this new series of this new segment today, which is called Foundation or Foundational Truths. And so we're here today with the Word of God, and we're going to read you the scripture to start off with 1 Corinthians 3 and 11. And it reads as, For our foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus. So we're talking about this foundation that's laid because of Christ. And we know this foundation that we have is not just sitting on sinking sand. It's not sitting on, on a broken up rock. It was not sitting on, on, on ground that, that cannot be um, hardened. It's sitting right here on the truth, of the word that will stand through the test of time, the word that will stand through any and everything, storm, rainy weather, snow, sleet, all that. The word of God will stand through all of that. And so we are here bringing you foundational truths. I want to share another scripture. It says in Luke 6, 47 through 48, we're going to read those two. It says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. This is what we're talking about. Having such a solid foundation that no matter what comes your way, your house will not be shaken. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes when you watch certain things, when you see houses in like maybe just a regular city block, you can see where the foundation is setting on. You can see if it's over aged, the house is aged and how over time this thing begins to even sometimes lean and you look at the foundation, you can see the ground is being broken up and all that because of the years of how old the house has been and how long the house has been there or how the ground has been just decimated over time. So you know what a solid foundation is by looking at certain things like that naturally. And so we, we are just bringing you what, what a true foundation, if it's set in the right place, what it is. 
Yes, and Jesus says that that man who listens to my word and takes heed of my word and keeps it in his heart, and this is what we've been sharing in the other podcasts, is how to grow our relationship and with God and how to stay rooted in the things of God, how to live a life that's set apart. All of these things are part of our foundation, knowing that we're founded on, on the truth of the word of God, the importance of the word of God. And because you are founded on that, no matter what life brings your way, you will not be shaken and you will not be moved. Because if we look in in the Gospels, Jesus reminded us, he says, in this life, be of good cheer because you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer because I've overcome the world. So he, that's our foundation. That's my foundation. And I know that lately, Steve and I have been talking about all the the things that we hear on the news, we're not very news people, but of course we we hear what's going on in the world so we can intercede and pray. And you hear so much of, of, of just darkness that's around us, people just senselessly getting killed and uh, mass shootings and all these things. And you, and you just begin to ask, Lord, what is the world turning into? And I know Steve is always telling me, these things were said, well, that they were going to happen. So what's our foundation in our household is that we know that this world has is full of trials, is full of tribulations, but Jesus has overcome the world. He's coming to bring forth a new heaven and new earth, and we will not ever, 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 ever have to, to see all this again. That our eternity is already marked because we have received Christ, our eternity, our forever. Yes, and that's our foundation. And so just like she said, when you look at the things of the world, those things should not shake you because we know that we're getting to a time where people don't, they don't like sound doctrine. The words say they would have itchy ears and they would turn into fables. So my wife can grab that scripture for me, you know, but this world that we live in, this world is, is they not, they don't care about a solid foundation. They care about what's hot right now and what's new right now. And I can forget about what's going to be with me forever, but I just want this thing that you got right now, right now for this time. And so I just wanted to bring to you, bring to you the scripture from Matthew, Matthew 7 and 24 through 27. It said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not them will be like a foolish man who's built his house on the sand and rain descended and floods came and the wind blew and beat on the house and it fell and great was its fall. Great was it was its fall. And so, ah, but the beginning part is talking about that solid foundation when things come, when come, all that stuff, it will still stand. I wanted to share the scripture that Steve said to look for. It's in 2 Timothy verse 4. It says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap the, to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Yeah. So I just read the scripture about the foundation right here. What is it built on? A solid rock or is built on sinking sand? And so it's so easy for you to turn away to fables if your foundation is not solid. And so because if you do have solid, that that itchy ears, you know, your ears ain't itching because you know. 
when your ears itch, that's because you see, you searching for something else. You're searching for more. You're searching for more when it's right in front of your face. You're searching for Jesus. I'm telling you, if you are searching, I know that people get to a place sometimes in life where they're just searching, right? And they go on these adventures. And I remember reading um, Eat, Pray, Love. I think that's the name of the book. Excuse me if I misquoted it. But, you know, she went on this journey of self-seeking and seeking this thing. That's a search. And, and the whole time, what we're really searching for is Jesus. We talked about this in the previous podcast where we talked about how Genesis 2-7 says that God took his breath and breathed it into man and man became a living soul. He breathed it. He took the dust of the ground, breathed his breath, and that it became a living soul. So here we are, we have this place that has been filled with the spirit of God, but because of the falling that we had, we became separated from our relationship with God. So now we're seeking that which was lost and that which was lost has been our relationship with God. And Jesus is the restorer. He's the way, the truth, and the life. We can never get to the Father except through him. So this is why we say, if you're searching, you're searching Jesus. If you're searching right now and you're listening to this podcast or it came up because it said it was something spiritual or religious and you said, let me give this thing a try, I just say that you kneel down or wherever you are in your place of prayer, you don't even have to kneel and just say, Jesus, I've been seeking you. Show me what, I've, what I need to know. I, and I know that your life will be transformed as a result of just surrendering in that prayer. That's, and, that, and that's awesome right there. And so I, I stand with my wife on that one because when you look at the world, you look at different things, you can even look at just people and the characteristics of people. And we deal with certain things in our podcast. We deal with initial hurt. We deal with roots. When you deal with these deal with initial hurt and you deal with roots, you can see where hurt comes from, the root of it, and then you grow from the root. And then you get to a place where now I need a solid foundation. And now is my foundation solid already? Do I know if it's solid already? And you get to see where you really stand. And so you get to really search your heart when you hear where we're going in the message. And the message on our podcast is because you know when you see the message, the message is telling you, oh, I'm hurting. Now where do I go for my hurt? Now I find a root. Now I, I grow new roots. Now that I grow new roots, now I need a foundation. Now, that's awesome when you can dissect it like that and follow it like that. That's how you truly know that God is ready to do something in your life. And he's ready because he's trying to build this foundation and let you know the foundation is in him. And my thing, when I look at different people in the world, people I come across, people that um, I know, and you get to see they are missing something. And they know they're missing something, but they continue to search. They continue to search because the truth, they don't really want the truth, but they need the truth. And I know it's a song where they say, they don't really want the truth. They don't, they don't really want the truth. Yeah, maybe I'm making it up. But yeah, they don't really want the truth. And the Bible say the truth is the only thing that can set you free. The only thing. Because if you don't believe in the truth, then you'll be quick to believe in a lie. Really easy. Really easy. And, and it's a truth that you know, though. So you got to know the truth that yeah. w- so that you can be made free. So getting your word and understanding and reading and asking the Holy Spirit to help you understand so that you can know what is this truth and allow that truth to begin to to renew your mind. Yeah. And we see a lot in in 
and younger people these days, it's all about, you know, you do whatever makes you happy. If it's not hurting anyone, it's okay. If it's making you happy, go ahead and do it. I just want to, if any young people are listening or people who have that same belief that you just do what makes you happy, that have that kind of mindset and philosophy and way of life, I have to tell you that there is such a thing called truth. There is an absolute truth. And the word of God is the absolute truth. We can say, oh yeah, whatever makes you happy being, you know, uh, with a, a, a woman and woman or man to man, if that makes you happy, that's okay. You know, and that, that has become such a sensitive subject in our society. But the truth of the word of God says, man, God created man and woman, and he made the woman to be a wife to the man. So that was his intention with marriage. That, and he said, I want you to be fruitful and multiply. So he made us to be able to come together yeah, yeah, and be yeah. fruitful and multiply and make more of, of us, of him, because we are essentially him in this world. So that was always the intention. So now when we live on this truth, of this, this thing that you just do whatever makes you happy, we have to understand the root of why some people are choosing a certain lifestyle, why certain people are choosing that sort of happiness. Joy comes from God. Happiness is what you try to conjure up on your own. And I'm telling you, that is not a solid foundation. And I can tell you that happiness that you're conjuring up ain't peace. It's comfortability in being the way you are and change I don't want. Because guess what? Pride has already set in saying, I'm good. I'm good at where I'm at. I don't need nothing else. You can't tell me what I want. And you, if you notice this generation, they're not very good listeners. They, they, this, they are designed by the things that they've been taught years ago that I don't want any more things you're teaching me. Just let me live. Let me be. Let me, let me be on my own. Let me do my own thing. And that's all that selfishness of this of this world, man, that you always want to be on your own thing. I want to be comfortable in me. Comfortability doesn't bring peace. It brings the wanting of more comfort, the wanting of more comfort. And you can never be comfortable with that because it's always going to be something you're missing. And so you're always going to desire more of comfort. Because, oh, I got this soft bed. Oh, it feels good. Six months later, oh, I need another softer bed. That's how it is. You want more and more of that. And so I always say, when you walk in comfort, God cannot move because God says freedom. Comfort only brings you to values of tradition. It brings you to a place where it's always got to be like this. It's always got to feel like this. I'm comfortable with the way it is. And it doesn't bring growth. But when you're walking in the freedom of the spirit, the freedom of God, that foundation is set on knowing that I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to get better. I'm going to continue to know what truth is. And I want to know more about the truth. And so it's awesome to know. There is a truth. There is a truth. The word of God is filled with truth. Google is an awesome tool right now that we have. Go Google it. What truth do you want to know? Just say the, the Bible, this in the Bible, marriage in the Bible, relationship in the Bible, and just go to the 
actual scriptures and not sometimes not the interpretation of what somebody else says. Just go to the actual Bible and see what God is saying. And he will reveal to you because when you begin to open your heart and say, God, I want to learn and I want to know the truth, the truth will come. Yeah. And, and, and you will know the truth and that truth will begin to make you free. But we wanted to talk about foundational truths. What are some foundational truths that we believe in, Steve? Well, I know that the one thing that we can say we believe in is Jesus is the way. And he's the truth and he's the life. And so knowing that Jesus is the way. So in our lives, we know that there was only one way to go and that way was straight. And because that way was straight, there was no crooked turn to make. And so that way led us to Jesus. And so because we know that Jesus spoke truth, he never sugarcoated. He never gave you anything but the truth. And when you give people the truth, what happens? They either got to say yes, they got to make a definite decision right when you give them truth. It's either yes or no. They can't say, oh, maybe. You'll never say maybe. But they'll say no or yes. And then the life. Now that we know this truth in Jesus, now we got life. Now we know what life really looks like. And so that, for me, is one of the greatest foundations that you can walk in, knowing that Jesus is the way, knowing he's the truth, and knowing he is the life. Amen. And you can find that in John 14. Verse six. So we're just going to read that scripture. It's not something we're making up. This is our foundation because it's in the word of God. Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth and the life. This is the part right here coming up. No man cometh unto the father, but by me. So he's the way to the father. So when we hear people just saying, God, this God, that God, that where's Jesus? Because Jesus is the way to the father. We know that our relationship was separate until Jesus came to restore their relationship. So there is no way to God. We can't just speak of God without Jesus. Jesus is the one that came to save us. So it says that no man can cometh unto, I'm sorry, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. So he's now saying that now you really know the Father. Because now you have seen me. You have seen me here in the flesh. Yeah. I have spoken to you these things. I have acted upon these things. I've showed you these things. I've taught you these things. Now you see who the father is. Because me and the father, we're one. Yeah. We are one. Yeah. So that is so awesome. So, I, Denai, what's one of the truths that you think? Ah, oh, there's so many good ones. You know, one thing that I know that I've been really sitting on lately uh, for a while now, for some years, it's just knowing that God is enough for me. God is enough for me. So when Jesus says, I am the bread of life, he's truly the bread of life. What is bread? Sustenance, right? So you think of being full when you eat. So he's saying that I am that. I think of manna in the, in, in the Old Testament. Manna came as a result because God wanted to make sure that his children were taken care of and they had what they needed to get by to where they were going. It wasn't permanent. It was a temporary situation, you know, but it, it, was, it sustained them. And that's the same way that I look at that scripture when, it says, when Jesus says, I'm the bread of life. I think to myself, Jesus, you're truly my sustenance. Whatever I need at that time, you give me that manna you give me bread now he's bread you give me bread yeah yeah I, give us this day our daily bread truly father you give me 
bread for each day. There's, you are enough for me. If I'm, if I'm not feeling well in my body, you are enough for me because you yeah, provided healing. Yeah. You want me well. If, if I'm not emotionally doing okay because I'm hurt, I'm in pain over something that hurt me. Jesus, you're enough because you said you love me. Yeah. You know, if, if, if financially there's some struggles that are happening, Lord, I will not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of your mouth, you own the earth and the seas and everything inside of it and the heavens. So there's nothing I will ever lack. Lord, you are enough for me. So when I think of that, any relationship I need, he's enough for me. If I didn't have a mother, if I didn't have a father, he said he will be that for me. So he is enough for me. He's my sustenance. He is my bread of life, truly. That's the one truth that I know I truly yeah. stand on. And you know, one thing I can say I stand on is he say, I'll be there today and forevermore. And so I, I really believe that because when I, I look at look back at my life, the only constant that I can see is that he's always been there. Every step, every step. I can actually look at my life detailed and see where God's favor, God's grace, God's peace, God's love has all been there. And every essence or every part of my life, I can see it. I can actually see it. I, when I look back at my life, I can say, wow, Lord, your grace was there. Oh, wow, Lord, you, was, you never left me there. Oh wow, Lord, you're you're you were faithful there. Oh Lord, wow, you 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 were you were merciful there. Oh Lord, I can keep going on and we can start preaching up in here. But yes, I you can see it where God was just all of that and some. I always say when I say the word awesome, it's all that and some. You know, that's the old cliche I used to hear, but it 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 really is because I don't have a definition for awesome for myself. I know Webster does. I know that uh, the Strong's Concordance Dictionary has a, 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 um, a, a word or definition for awesome, but I don't because it's God doing all that and some for me. And he's been that for me. And I know that's what I stand on. And whenever I run into a problem or a trouble, I go right into my closet. Nah, it's not a door I close behind me, but I go into that closet that they say. It's a spiritual closet. It's like you got all these doors around you, but you can't see them. So I thought that was funny. I thought you would laugh, babe. But no, it's fine. But yeah, <laughs> I go into my closet and I just thank you, Lord. I know you see this situation. I know that I'm already won this situation. I already won this battle because you said I'm, I am victorious. So because I'm victorious... I know my foundation has been set, it's been planted on that word because it's the first place I turn when I see trouble. Yes. And it's, and it's to God. Yes. And when, when the trials, and just like the scripture that you read and the scripture that I read out of Luke, when the trials and, and issues of life begin to come, when your foundation is set, when you your house is built, let's think of the all these words and promises that we have been given through the word of God, which is all Jesus. He's the word. <laughs> right. And they're like a, they're like bricks that are building a solid foundation for you. So yeah. one brick, two bricks. You might start out as a new believer with just one truth that you hold on to something that just just speak so highly to you, whether it's Jesus saying that I'm always there for you. I'll always be there to the, the end. end. Yeah. If he says that, and that's the truth that you hold on to, guess what? That's building your house. And the more you walk with him and the more you get to know him, that's why we talked about a growing relationship. 
those bricks get to be more and more and more. And you just lay them one on top of the other. And your, your foundation is so solid. It's so sure that nothing can ever shake you from that foundation. And these are those new bricks. These ain't those bricks that's been on that house for years that when you touch them, they turn into dust. These them bricks that's just been laid. And, and now they because they've been laid, they've been cemented together, and they will not break. They will not shake. Those old bricks, you know, you can blow on them. That's dust. That's no solid foundation. That's an old foundation. So you built that, and you, you ain't built nothing else on top of that. So it's awesome. I just wanted to share this, though. One foundation that you should know, that know that God is love. Yes. When we tend, as people, when we go through different stuff, we tend to blame God for different things. It's because we don't, we don't have a foundation in God. So we tend to blame him. For things that he didn't do, things that happened to us, things that things that we've done, things that have caused us issues. And, and let me say this: that let's not forget the little piece there that says that we're living in a fallen world. Go to Genesis three if you haven't. We talked about this in our past podcast last, and how things changed for us as a result of uh, taking that fruit. Right? Things changed for us. So let's. Let's not let's not forget that little piece. Let's not blame God. Let's take blame Adam. Adam did that thing, man. And he yeah. I mean, they just did that thing. And so because Adam <laughs> did that thing, now you've been doing that thing and you can't blame God. Or or somebody else has been doing it. You can't blame them because they made a choice. And so God has given us that ability to make a choice, to choose. But the Bible says, choose this day who you will serve. And so we know that this this foundation that we have is a foundation built on a choice in choosing God, a choice in choosing Jesus, a choice on choosing the Holy Spirit, a choice on choosing life over death, a choice on choosing God. Woo! I love that. I love that. It's a choice in choosing. And so God wants us to be well. He don't want, to, he don't want us to be all bitter, all beaten, all I want to give up, I want to quit. He wants us to be well. He wants, he said, be not weary and well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. So knowing be not weary and well-doing, he said, but be well-doing, for you shall reap if you faint not. So that's awesome to know that God has not, he has not caused us to faint, but he said that if you faint not, guess what? You will see some good stuff knowing that that trial that you just walked through, knowing that battle you just faced, you faced it head on, knowing that your foundation was ready for that. It was ready for that. It was built for that. Knowing that when sickness comes to you, God, that's not God's will for you. He said he wanted you to be well. He wants you to prosper in everything that you do in your health and everything. So he provided healing through Jesus Christ. You believe on Jesus. You believe the power that he brought. Lay hands on the sick and they'll be made well. The Bible tells us to do so. So you have the ability to lay hands on yourself, on anyone else. And you speak that healing. You take that authority that he's given us over the earth and you speak it and you say, I am well in Jesus name. You don't have to accept that diagnosis. You don't have to accept the headache. You don't have to accept the the, 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 the yeah, pain in your yeah. knees. You don't have to accept, oh, yeah. it's just old 
old age. No, you can be well in your old age. You yeah. can be strong in your old yeah. age. You speak that, Lord, I have divine healing because you want me to have all good things. And this is what we say when we say God wants you well. I love this scripture because Steve just talked about how who God is and that God is love. It says in First First uh, John 1, verse 5, this then is the message which we ha- have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So think about it. Anything that is dark, anything that is not life and life giving, it's not God. Because we know that God is love. And it says, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not know the truth. But if we walk in the light and he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all of our sin. I mean, you go on and you read 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. It's just talking about who God is and his love for us and how he wants us well and how he wants us to prosper and how he wants us to love each other and walk in love. So that's his character. And that's a foundation that you can build on. That's a foundation that this life that we live, this life that we live on this earth, it should be built in Christ. And because our foundation has been set in Christ, there's no rock unturned. There is no bricks that's been moved. There is nothing that shall knock us down or weigh us down. So we know. And so as we begin to get to this point, I'm going to turn this over to my wife. Amen. And I just want to share that if if this message really blessed you today, maybe you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Any time is the right time. You don't have to wait. God's not mad at you. We always want to share that. God is not mad with you. God is not upset with you. God is waiting with open arms saying, I gave you my son, John 3, 16. But God so loved the world, including you, that he gave his one and only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you want your house to be built on a solid foundation, if you want to walk in truth and have the truth, which is Jesus Christ and his word, be that foundation of your life, now is the time if you haven't accepted Jesus. And it's just as simple as just you believing this word in your heart that, Jesus, I believe that you are the truth You are the way, you are life. And I just thank you, Lord, that with you, I can't fail. And I want you to be Lord over my life. Just that simple. You just have to believe that 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 thing that's missing that you've been searching for is Jesus. And accept him into your heart. And just open your heart and surrender and say, Lord, I, I say yes to you. And if you say yes, then that means you are now walking with him. Allow him to show you, allow him to, 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 to have you understand the word, receive the Holy Spirit so that he can also help guide you in all truth so that you can walk in this life sharing with others that you have a solid foundation in Christ. So we're just going to pray for you at this time. Father, we just thank you for everyone listening today, those that have received yes. Christ as their Lord and Savior in their lives. Lord, we thank you that heavens, the heavens rejoice even when one of us gets saved. So, Lord, we rejoice also, knowing, Father, that there's a new child of God in the kingdom of God, a new family member in the kingdom of God. And we just thank you, Father God, that you will continue to show them the truth and so that they walk on that truth and have a solid foundation in you. 
We just love you, Lord. Thank you for every listener. Lord, there's some that have needs today, Lord. There's some that feel like they haven't heard the voice of God. I thank you, Lord, that as they pray, that they will listen and hear you speak to them, even if it's through your word, Father God, through just moments of stillness and quietness, through dreams, whatever it is, Lord, that you are there because you said you are with us always until the end. We love you, Lord, and bless you on this day. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you like this podcast, this has been the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And Deny, look for us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, a little bit on Instagram. Like us, follow us, and do all the things so that we can just continue to grow together. And we love you. 